Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Freddy Floor. Well, Snap took a dive, and it looks as if we are moving lower once again. Uh, but nothing, no, but no reason to fear. We have the bear trades, which seem to be doing good. Uh, right now, uh, the market is, you know, it it it's sort of holding its own, but you know, the techs just, you know, they just aren't happening anymore. Uh, you know, all the air has gone out of that, uh, you know, out of that sales. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. What I'm doing mostly is I'm I'm in very few things, but uh, let's get let's get to it. Um, here we go. Uh, basically, Snap took a took a nosedive, and as you can see, I mean, it just it just went south. I mean, uh, very very strongly south, and I think that this is probably a leading indicator of what's going to happen. Probably to many of the tech stocks, they're just overvalued, and uh, it looks really, really, uh, really bad for the relative strength on SAP. Currently, it's two. That means that uh, 98% of all the stocks out there are doing better. As a matter of fact, it's amazing. SNAP was $80 share back here in January of 2021, and look at this. It's $12.93. The only thing is, uh, would I short it here? Probably not, just because... It has lost so much that, you know, there just isn't a lot of meat left on the bone here. Uh, but it does look like, uh, you know, their sales are going up, but it looks like, and, and the profits are going up. But, you know, this P.E. ratio just isn't working for anybody anymore. 48, and that's not working. So not a really good thing. Uh, you know, not, not a really good look on that. Um, I just want to show you the two stocks that I am holding now. Uh, they were, uh, one, of course, was up. The other one, not so much. The uh, the one that was up, of course, was Chevron, CVX, uh, and this stock has done well. And uh, you know, if we look at the chart on CVX, as we're going to do here in a second, uh, if we look at the chart on CVX, we'll notice that it's in an upward trend. You always want to try to buy a stock, obviously, as it's moving higher. Now, I know that sounds really, really simple, and a lot of people will, you know, say, "Oh, of course, Jim." course that's what you want to do you want to buy it uh you want you want to buy it as it's moving higher but let me just tell you kind of what's allied against us right here right now uh you know kramer is over there telling everybody hey you know it's a great time get in the market you know you know buy the buy the dip uh you know and all this other stuff and this is just wrong you know please don't follow this advice i you know again um obviously you know he's famous i'm not but uh, don't follow this advice. Uh, you only want to buy stocks as they're moving higher. Currently, the checks are not working, but the but the oil and gases are. So, I want to kind of go through a little bit of the, um, you know, of you know, I want to I want to go through, um, uh, you know, I I want to go through some of the um, some some of the stocks here uh, in the. Um, uh, in, in, uh, on the on the heat map. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, put that up here and that's here. And, and this is going to show us where where the market is working because mostly it's not working, but there are some areas in the market that are working. And I want to kind of show them to you here really quickly. If I can get this up. There we go. There's the stock market heat map. So let's let's take a quick look at the stock market heat map. Go. All right, we're gonna. It's gonna take a second for it to, to come up, and 
hopefully we can see that in just a second. So let me see if I can get that up for everybody. And we're going to pull that over here. And I'm just kind of, I'm trying something new today, you know, just to just so that people on TikTok can kind of see what what's going on here. Uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of kind of kind of kind of see what's going on and hopefully get a good look at the, uh, you know, at this heat map. And this is one of the reasons why we don't want to be, um, you know, we, we want to only really concentrate now in the areas that are working in the market. Now, right now, the number one area in the market is coal, believe it or not. Coal is the number one area in the market currently. Uh, oil and gas, drilling, oil and gas, all the things that are working on oil and gas. Now, that's one of the pretty much only areas in the market that's really, really working. The rest of the market, not so much. It just is not working very, very well. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the market is not working nearly as well as the oil and gas areas. So uh, if you're going to be long anything, you want to be long in the oil and gas area. That's sort of where you want to, um, that, that's, sort of, that's sort of where you want to be. Now, let's see if we can get this. There we go. We got that back. Um, this is this is where you want to be long in the market. You want to be long in the oil and gas area. Now, so let's go up and look to see if I can hopefully do this. Let's see if I can share this out again. Let's see if I can do that. And, um, I still don't have the capability of doing a direct broadcast on uh, TikTok. It's a for, unfortunate because I have so many viewers that are watching me on TikTok. But uh, the the best way to get this information is to go to my um, YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Now, Hopefully you can see this on TikTok. I'm just taking a picture of the screen because that seems to be the way that it's working the best. But let's go up here to the top. As you can see, the strength in the market, and let's go over here uh, to, let's see if it lets us go. Yeah, we go. We're going to kind of move over here. As the year has been going on, you can see this area here, Let's go back a little bit. Yeah, there we go. For this week, the strength really goes goes from the energy coal area, oil and gas. That's looking good. And then if we come down here, you know, it just starts to, to, to you know, chemical specialty is good. But if we go down to where the techs are, let's look where the techs are. None of these areas are performing well. It's computer software, educational, bad. Uh, um, uh, computer software, desktop. Um, leisure, movies, uh, retail. Now, the, part of the reason I'm part of the reason I've been shorting uh, retail is look at this: retail, home furnishings, retail, internet, retail, mail order and direct. The retail area is looking terrible. Retail, wholesale, jewelry, retail, consumer electronics. These are all areas that I've been shorting. Why? Because they're down here where it is not performing. The only part of the market really that's performing still is the oil and gas area. And uh, really, utilities is in there, too. Uh, there is some medical in there that's doing fairly good, um, basically. Uh, but generally speaking, and some ship transport, but mostly the strength in the market right now is uh, really concentrated in, uh, you know, it's really, really concentrated in the, the um, uh, it's really concentrated in the oil and gas area. So that's really the kind of the area that, that, that we've got to be, really concerned with mostly. Uh, I want to show you the shorts that I do have, and let's take a look at those. Uh, basically, with the shorts, uh, I'm looking at basically put spreads. I have a put spread on Boeing. 
Uh, we're doing pretty good on this. We've been in this one in a while. We've been in this one since uh, April 27th. Uh, they're coming up on earnings in 729. We're up about $500. We're just going to keep this one open to see how it goes. Uh, Boeing just continues to move lower. And of course, with the bear put spread, this is one of the ways you can profit from that. Salesforce CRM is coming up uh, pretty quickly on some earnings uh, in the 31st. Not, not, not too soon, but uh, this one we have had for a while. This is a Dow stock, but it is moving lower as well. So we are, you know, kind of keeping the foot on the foot on the pedal there, and also we're moving moving nicely on that one. Uh, we did we've had a we've had a uh, short on Disney for quite a while. It's up too uh, as that moves lower. You know, we're seeing some more action there. Now we do have a uh, we do have a um, uh, we do have a bear print spread on uh, Netflix, and that has been moving up. So the question is. Uh, are we going to keep it? So let's take a look. NFLX is the symbol, of course, and then move on over to the, uh, there we go, see, see if we can see that Netflix. Yeah, I think there we go. So let's let's kind of make that bigger. There we go. That's the, this is the, this is the chart for Netflix. Hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll come out here a little bit. This has been moving down, but uh, and it has done a little bit of a bounce. It bounced today. It was down today pretty sharply, uh, 3%. I suspect it's going to move lower. That's my guess on Netflix. Uh, if we move over to the daily chart, we can kind of see this better. There we go. All right. So let's see if we can get that, that daily chart up. All right. It's a little bit of bandwidth here. There we go. Okay. Now we're, now we're, now we're cooking. We were down today quite significantly, uh, and I do expect this to, to move lower. Now, the spread on this one, uh, that we have the spread on this one is a uh, a seven uh, is, is a um, uh, one seventy five one seventy. So we do have to move a little bit lower. We have to really move down about six points to get into the profit zone on this one. But we have a fair amount of time uh, for the Netflix uh, spread. Uh, you know the the we we do have a fair amount of time on that one. We did close yesterday the raw stores. Uh, the, the the raw store spread that that was very nice uh, nice little play very few days on this one we had a gap down situation there and we had a dead cat bounce so basically the the uh, uh, what we did is we we uh, we closed the trade uh, taking advantage you know we didn't run it all the way to the end now uh, again it's re it's really interesting we did have that dead cat bounce yesterday but again it just it's it's coming back down again anything on this one this was a, a ninety 80 bear put spread. You can see that's where we entered it right there. We we entered it on the 19th uh, with a 90 90 puts and 80 puts, uh, buying the 90 of course and selling the 80, and that gave us this this movement down here. And of course we did close this one for a nice little profit. This was really quick trade. This is about only about four days, uh, but we had a nice little profit on it, about 433 dollars on Costco. We're coming up on earnings for Costco, and hopefully uh, we will be in a situation where we're a profitable on this one. Right now, we're a little bit out, but uh, we hopefully we'll have it move to um, to a good to a good situation. This is Costco. We, we did have a bounce here today. We, we had a bounce up to basically this reversal line. We'll see if, you know, if we hold this, but I suspect... Based on my calculations on this reversal line, 
that we should see we we should see um, we should see a reversal here probably tomorrow. But in, uh, earnings are in two days. I do expect that uh, Costco probably will trade lower uh, after the earnings. It's very likely due to the fact that uh, uh, that's just been the way it's been trending for retail. It's just been terrible. I mean, uh, Target uh, took a dump. So did um, uh, so did Walmart. And uh, so you know, hopefully we'll see. But uh, I do expect this one probably to. Um, uh, to 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 move lower. They've got very good cash flow, but their PE ratio is high. Costco wholesale, uh, great great company, no question about it. But uh, I do see that they're probably going to have some slowing sales, and they definitely moved below that critical um, that 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 uh, that critical forty day moving average. And so I do believe that even though it did come down and adjust. I do think that this is likely to go lower over a period of time because I definitely think this is a character change on the direction for uh, Costco. I mean, I think uh, we have moved now. It's moved right up to the reversal line, but I definitely think that we are in a downward trend, at least for current, at least currently, on Costco. So if this does continue this trend, then I do expect that we will be in the uh, in the black on this one. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we will. I'll be on that. So let's see if I can get this. I've had a little bit of issue. There we go. Hopefully this is going to be looking a little better. All right. So the other trades that we have currently uh, out there, we just entered this one on Ollie's Bargain Outlet. And this comes up for earnings on the 27th, which is um, uh, which which is uh, two days from now. This one's already up. We've already we've already uh, um We've, we've, we've already seen this one move uh, nicely, and I do think that this one is likely to move uh, well as, as well. So let's see if we can get all, there we go, Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Let's get that uh, screen up there. Okay, so this is Ollie's Bargain Outlet, and as you can see by Ollie's, um, it, is, uh, it is making its way down. Here we go. Let's see if I can get that. There we go. So hopefully that... Uh, that screen is a little bit easier to see. All right, so all these all these bargain outlet. This one we did um, we did do the bear spread of forty thirty bear here. We're at forty three, so we're still above the beginning. We're still above the the, the upper put. But if um, if this one does, uh, if earnings do disappoint on this one, uh, we're very likely to move lower. As you can see in the last three quarters. We've all had declining sales and also declining profits. So it's looking like there might be an earnings uh, situation with all these bargain out. We'll see, but definitely uh, the market is already starting to discount uh, the spread, which is good because that means it's moving lower. Now the Best Buy, we came through, we came through earnings today on Best Buy, um, BBY, and initially, I don't know if we did this totally correctly. Uh, we definitely, we definitely had a had a had a bounce here, kind of a kind of a, um, a a bounce. We did we did come up, so we did we are a little bit in the red on this one, but we have some time. We have about thirty days for this to make its movement lower. The earnings did come in lower than they thought they were. It was down. Sales were down nine uh, percent, and uh, 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 profits were down thirty percent. This is the last. This is their report as of. Uh, uh, as, as of today, 
Uh, I mean, as of as of last night, um, they did they did they did have a bad report. They they gapped down, and now they're bouncing a little bit. But I do expect we're very likely to see it move lower. And of course, that would be in a good situation, obviously for for the uh, for the spread. We did come down all the way here by looking at the um, ten minute chart. We did come down all the way down uh, to basically seventy two, but we needed to move below seventy. For it to, to for that particular trade, uh, you know, for the particular for that particular trade to work. So one last one. We'll get to the questions. Uh, thanks for holding on here. Now we did put we did put another bear put spread on Dick's Sporting Goods. We should be getting results on that tomorrow. That one still you can, I think you can still get into that one. Uh, the symbol on it, DKXS, and that's Dick's Sporting Goods. I think you can still get in on that trade. Uh, we basically what we did there, and this one is just kind of it's getting very very weak, and it's moving lower. So let's, uh, let's see if we can show that. Yeah, there we go. So here we go. This is Dick Sporting Goods. We're coming up on earnings basically tomorrow. Uh, again, this is retail leisure products area not very very weak chart, and I think we're going to go lower. Uh, we do. It looks as if. Uh, you know, we we've been we've been decreasing in volume. We were up 119 percent, 21 percent. So so sales are moving lower, and it looks like profits are still pretty good with Dick Sporting Goods. But I do expect that we're going to see the declining sales. And then if it's declining sales, of course, this bear put spread should work. Uh, we did uh, we did put a fair amount on it, uh, in it. We used uh, uh, this is a 7370. This is four contracts. This has to move below 73, and of course we're at 71 already. So uh, I do expect that Dick Sporting Goods will pull below 70, and if it does pull below 70, this will this this spread will pay all the money. So I'm, I'm pretty uh, confident in this one. Uh, <laughs> in this one. So without further ado, let's get to uh, some of the some of the questions. Thanks for holding on here. And uh, first question uh, from Mr. Jeet, always great. Uh, ERF and VET. Let's look at ERF first. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, ERF. And here it comes, hopefully. Hopefully we'll see it here in just a second. There we go. Okay. So uh, this is interesting. Canadian company. It's an oil natural gas company. Definitely like those oil and natural gas. You're definitely looking in the right place in the market when you're looking for these kind of stocks. Now, I'm looking at the weekly chart here, but we definitely have an upward trend. Definitely like that. This is an RS Blue Dot, which uh, if you subscribe to the MarketSmith service, you'll see that this one is a, a lot of activity on this one. Uh, we've got, let's see, when are the earnings? The earnings are due on, on August 5th. Can we buy it here? Well, we're right below the pivot. The pivot on this one, uh, is basically at 14.59. We're currently at 13.40. So we possibly could look at an early entry here. Let's take a look to see if we can if we can put together an early entry here. But what I mean by this early entry early entry is that uh, and and I and I and I was I was in this one before. Good company. Um, basically this. Oops, let me let me see if I can I can put this in here, show you what the early entry is. When we're what we're doing here is we're drawing a reversal line, okay? And what this means is, this is the this line will um, will 
when when it when it crosses above this line, that means that the trend has gone. The trend has gone from a downward trend to an upward trend. There we go. Set the alert. All right. So what, what this means is, is that with this trend line, if this comes above that, then we can possibly buy it. Right now, um, right now we're right below that. So here's the thing. Um, let's see if there's another entry point. But you could get this on a reversal that it's coming up to the pivot. The pivot is 14.59 right here. And if it moves above this, then we possibly could have an early entry on it. Let's take a look at some of the technicals on it just to see if, okay, it's not my, there we go. Let's look at the technicals. Okay, we're 5%, we know, we're a little bit more than that. We're 5.54% we're, uh, above the 10 day line. So it, it's a little, it, it's, it, <coughs> you possibly could nibble here. Uh, you, you possibly could nibble here. This is an upward trend, uh, and I do believe this probably is reversing higher, but I wouldn't go with a full position here because um, with a full position, I think you're going to be, I, I think it's going to be much, much more difficult. So here's the thing. If you want to get into this particular, uh, this particular stock, the, this, this is a, um, this would be an early entry uh, off of a reversal. And this is not a bad place uh, because we're below the pivot. The pivot is 1459. Uh, so we definitely could possibly do a half position here. Now, here's what a position is. If you take the value of your entire portfolio, you divide it by eight, it will resemble a pizza. <laughs> a full position is one pizza slice. So it's about 12 and a half percent of your portfolio. So if you take the value of the stock and the value of the that's represented by that 12.5%, that full per, that full position, you divide it, and that'll give you the number of shares that you should buy. Now, I wouldn't recommend buying more than a half a position. So you would take, instead of 12.5%, it would be 6.25% of the value of the That would be the maximum that I would put into this stock but it is an upward trend it is it is a place that you can buy it and uh, it does look good i mean this is you know not that many good stuff out there definitely this one is looking pretty decent let's look at vet vet and see what's going on there all right this is also an upward trend but uh let's see Oil and Gas Exploration Canada, Australia. I'm not familiar with the company, but it's in a good area. Five out of 197. Oil and Gas. This is some of the Canadian EPs. Right now, I probably would not be buying this one because it's in a downward trend. If we draw the reversal line across it, you'll notice that it is moving lower, but it's moving lower within a consolidation from there to there. So my guess is that this one probably don't want to be uh, doing, uh, you probably don't want to be buying this one at this level just because uh, this this probably would not be the best place to buy uh, to 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 buy this to buy this stock. Uh, all right, let's see if we can get a question from TikTok. Not sure. Uh, okay. Um, do you do investor relations? <laughs> investor relations? Um, no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, this is just really for, for educational purposes only. Uh, this is this is for educational purposes only. I was formerly 
uh, a financial analyst, but I've been trading for quite a while using the can slim method, which I think, by the way, is the very best method to use. So uh, if you're not familiar with that, and I'm going to get this, hopefully get a, gosh, many issues here as usual. <laughs> just not letting me. It's just, it's just not letting me see it. Okay. Hopefully you can see this now on TikTok. Let's move it in a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So we can see the whole thing. Basically what I'm showing you here, I wish I had a different way to do this, but I am broadcasting this live on uh, YouTube. So if you want to see the whole thing in it properly, go to youtube.com slash starting core. All right. So let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. So we have some people to join. Let's see if we can get some questions from TikTok. And there we go. Okay. Let's see. Um, shared live. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much to share the live. Um, okay. Let's see. WDFC. Wow. I don't know what this. I don't. I don't know WDFC. Let's see if we can find out something about it. Let me just take a gander. WDFC. And let's see if I can let's see if I can bring up something good on that. And let's look at this one. This is WD40. Ah, I should have known this. You know, I I can't tell you how many how many cans of WD40 I've used in my life. Uh, a lot. That uh, a lot. I can I can say that I've probably single handedly um, I've sing, I've single handedly made these guys a lot of money. Let's look at WD40. Okay. Well, here's the here's the daily chart for WD40. Unfortunately, and I have to, this is unfortunate, we are in a downward trend on WD-40. Oh, I wish we weren't, but we are. This is the problem with just so many stocks right now. They're all trading below this critical line. This is a black line here, and this is the 200-day moving average. So unfortunately, um, even though I do really like this in the chemical specialties area, it's in a good area. I just can't I just can't get excited about this chart. This chart doesn't work for me. Even though it is quote unquote in the oil business, it's not really in the oil business. It's in the kind of consumer products business, uh, chemical specialty. So I would have to say I'd have to pass on this one uh, just because I just don't think that uh, it, you don't want to buy. First of all, you don't want to buy um, a stock that is trading below that critical um, uh, 50 day moving, um, uh, 200 day moving average. You just don't want to do it. Uh, and on the other hand, it just, it just not, I don't think it's going to work, unfortunately. Uh, I really wish it was, but I don't think it is. All right, let's look at Tesla. Tesla, um, by the way, is in a basing period. And if you've watched me for a while, you kind of know what, what I'm kind of, I mean, I'm speaking all this gobbledygook. <laughs> and what a basing period is, is after a stock has made its high and it comes down, that's when it goes through this period where it kind of, it, it shakes out all of the, all of the holders. All of the all of the, what they call weak hands, and hopefully I can close this. Um, it'll let me close this window. I haven't been able, for some reason, my 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 my. Uh, let me see if I can add this to the stream. Okay, come on there. All right. Okay. So, so I'm for some reason I cannot close this window. Anyways, it, it doesn't let me close the window, but that's okay because this is a good this is a good window to have open. So basically, there we go. <laughs> Finally. All right, let me kind of show you what I'm going to do here, hopefully, and it doesn't it doesn't look like it's very responsive. Let me see if I can. Well, it doesn't want to let me do this. Okay, right now, Tesla is in a consolidation. You don't want to buy 
you, you, you don't want to buy in this consolidation. You just don't. It, uh, uh, it isn't a downward trend. Uh, it has what they call overhead supply. Overhead supply is not what we want to see in the stock. Um, right now, you just, I know this is tough because, listen, um, uh, this stock bought me a house uh, two years ago. So I love Tesla, but I just don't want to buy it at this level. Why? Because I'm afraid it's going to go lower. And here's why I think that is the case. We're going to come here to the, we're going to take a look at the monthly chart. All right. I want to show you this. This is very critical to see kind of where the support is. Now, this is the monthly chart, not the weekly chart. You notice for a long time, it kind of was in this $40, $30 to $40 range. By the way, this is split adjusted. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit. And then starting in 2019, this is where it started to take its really big, really big run. Now, I actually came into the stock right here at about 316. I know this is not on the chart, but this is where I came into it and I kind of wrote it up. And then what happened is we came down, we based, we came up again, and now we're pulling back. So here's the problem with Tesla. And it's, it's just, it's just one of those things. Um, it's just, it's just one of those things. This stock has what they call a lot of a lot of overhead supply. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is if you look at this line here, let me see if I can reactivate it. All right. So, so if you look at this, so if you look at this line here, okay, come on. All right. Well, anyways, I don't know if you can see this line, but this line here, you notice how many people bought above this line? You notice how these people bought above this line? Now my last my my last price was here. I've sold out because I had I had a stop loss on it. You notice how so many people bought above this area. This is what they call overhead supply, and with overhead supply, um, what's going to happen is anytime the stock moves above, you know comes up comes up here just a little bit, just up to seven hundred. There's going to be a wall of people that are going to sell. Why? Because they bought it before. So right now Tesla just is not in a good position. To buy it, uh, it's it's it has a lot of overhead supply. We're going to probably have to wait on this one until it bases, until it comes down to about, I figure about five fifty, because that seems to be where the where the where the level is, and then it it spends time, and then it will finally it'll finally reverse and go higher. So right now, it's just not a good time to be in Tesla. Uh, it's probably going to go lower, and I suspect. You know we're going to see we're going to see a lot of damage from this. I mean, already the Arc funds, which hold a lot of it, they've had to start selling it. They don't want to sell it, but they're getting margin calls. So let's look at Arc A R K K to show you kind of the problem that we've got in the market. The problem in the market is uh, is with the amount of amount of people that are trapped in in heavy overhead supply. This is the Arc funds. You've probably heard of them. That's Kathy Woods. Uh, funds she would she's you know highly rated i guess um she owned she owned a lot of uh tesla but right now her largest uh, holding is roku and i'm afraid it's just going to go down 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 um so right now with tesla and all of the techs you just gotta you, until we get a signal until we get an upward trend in the market you just can't be in these stocks because they are going lower they, it's just you know they've had their day and now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see a tech bubble unwind, and uh, that's part of the reason why, in any of my stocks that are long, I'm going long on 
on oil stocks and stocks that are related to commodities. Because of the inflation, we're going to see a lot more interest in stocks that are commodity related and much less interest in tech stocks. So with the rising interest rates, we're going to see tech stocks not do nearly as well. So I don't think you can really be in Tesla right now. I know that, you know, a lot of people want to buy it. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a fabulous company, but I don't think we can buy it. So uh, I think it's time to basically be in cash or be short or only be long in the oil and gas area because that's the only area of the market that's truly working, unfortunately. Even take a look at Apple. Let's take a look at Apple. I want to kind of show you this as well. Apple is the what was up until about last week. This was the most valuable stock in the market. Now it is not. Saudi Aramco, which is an oil stock, is the most valuable stock currently in the world. So basically, we're seeing a changing of the guards from tech to probably commodities, at least for now. If you'll notice that this is the, and I don't know if you can see this on the chart, but this is the the 200-day moving average. This is the black line here. Notice how it's starting to move lower that means that we're starting to see the selling start to happen, uh, the significant st- selling starting to happen in um, in Apple. Notice how it came down, and then it bounced back. So no stock goes directly down; it goes down and then up and then down and up. But notice very with with uh, notice right here that the, the stock is trading below that 10-day line. So let's take a look at that 10-day line and see kind of if we can take another look. Hopefully this will open. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so currently we are less than 2%. We're 1.36% below that 10-day line. That means that it's trying to get up to this 10-day line, but unfortunately it's not moving low. It's not moving. So my guess right now is that this might make a decent short, as hard as that is to believe. Um, I think that uh, we're possibly looking at if we, if we follow the, the slope of the 10-day line, we're possibly looking in a month for Tesla, potentially about June 15th, we're possibly looking at maybe 125. So that's my guess is that's kind of where Tesla is headed. It's headed to about 125 from this 141. So we might have a good situation where we could also do a bear spread on this one because it's looking very, very likely that with the conditions in the market currently, uh, Apple should be at about 125, maybe 128 uh, in June, probably towards the mid or the later part of June. So right now, Apple just doesn't make sense to buy. Now, it does make sense to short, but I wouldn't short this straight out. I would use puts to do it, and I would do a put spread. So Apple might be a good short, believe it or not, because it is following this 10-day line down. And I do believe that, uh, you know, we might get we might get a bottoming here, but I don't see any support for it. Uh, you know, this there was support here a while back at the, at the 200-day line. As you can see, it just bounced right off of that. But it moved below that 200-day line. It did not get support there. So right now, the trend is down for Apple. So I suspect we're going to see Apple about 125 at, or at about, uh, I, I think probably by about mid-June. So I do expect it to retreat from these levels based on this chart. Now, let's look at the weekly chart. It's, it's you know, we were looking at the, at, the, at the daily chart, so it's probably best 
to move over here to the weekly chart to give us kind of an idea of where Apple is headed. The reason I believe Apple is headed lower is because if you can see this, I don't know if you can see this on the chart, we have this consolidation here. Oops, let's see if we can get a pin. It'll give me a pin. Huh. All right. This is the this is the uh, let me see if I can draw this temporary line. This is the line. There we go. Uh, this is this is where support is. Support is about 120, it's a little bit below 120, maybe about 118. This is why I believe that by June, by the mid-June, we're likely to see it come come down to here. This is where the support is uh, for Apple. It's about 120, but I suspect that it won't be all the way there until uh, until in, in until about midway through June. So uh, right now, I expect Apple to move lower to that 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 level of resistance at about 120. So. <laughs> Not good news there. All right. Hey, Dan, let's look at DFS and see what we got going on there. DFS. Yeah, take a look at that. All right. This is Discovery Financial. Um, I would not be long this one either. Again, uh, the relative strength. Uh, let's take a look. Let's go back to the daily chart first to check the 200-day moving hours. That's really kind of what what we want to see first, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the, that's kind of the line that we want to uh, to to look at first, and that is uh, just on discovery. We have dropped below the that critical 200-day line, and if you notice, the line is sloping down. So what we have here is institutional selling of this uh, of of um, of discovery DFS. We have institutional selling going on of of uh, DFS. So let's take a look to see kind of how and what's going on there. We're below all the major indexes and it looks as like we have a checklist of 33. That's not very good. All right. So let's see kind of what's going on. Uh, let's go over here to the weekly chart because this will give us all the information sort of in one little place. All right. So right now uh, in December, we had 1,986 funds in discovery. Not last quarter, 1971. This is not a good sign. This is a sign of decrease. As you can see, it was increasing uh, up to December, but it, but the number of funds in it have been decreasing. There is selling pressure on this stock. There is selling pressure on the stock. And as you also, if you'll notice, that it is in this downward trend. Okay, so currently we have a downward trend. You don't want to buy in a downward trend only want to buy as a stock is moving higher. So currently it's in a downward trend uh, and I do believe it's likely now it did move up, it did bounce today but the trend overall is lower. Also the relative strength is quite low, 47 so um, over half the market is stronger than this stock 40, 53% of the stock out, stocks out there are stronger than Discovery uh, this area is okay. It's 66 out of 197, the credit card processing area. But overall, I would I would put a thumbs down on this one. I would not be a buyer of Discovery Financial long, and I probably wouldn't short it either, just because it doesn't really uh, it doesn't really work. All right, let's look at Cisco now. This company, this uh, the interesting thing about Cisco is that in 2000, long time ago. This was one of the top stocks out there. There was almost not a better stock out there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you 
the monthly chart is. And I want to show you why when a stock starts going down, you don't want to say buy it again because a lot of times it will never achieve what it achieved prior to this. This is the monthly chart of Discovery. I mean, not, excuse me, of Cisco. Now, interestingly enough, this stock in 20 year, 22 years has not achieved the level that it was in 22 years ago. So if you, if you were to take money and invest it in Cisco to, in, in, in 1999, beginning in 1999, you still wouldn't have made back your money. So you would have lent your money for 20 years, 22 years, and you still wouldn't have gotten back your money. This is one of the reasons why when a stock starts moving lower, you want to sell it if it moves lower than 8% because many times it just keeps on going. Now, even though it's come up here, it's starting to make its move down. It's at 43. This is on the monthly chart. So my guess is we're going to see this probably go lower. This may never recover to where it was. I want to show you another company that I was starting, that I was trading back in 2000 that I didn't trade for another 17 years, and that was Microsoft, MSFT. Uh, and this, is, this, this illustrates a very, very important point. Um, I owned Microsoft back in 1998, believe it or not, and I sold it. And look at this. It took, I'm going to draw the line here. It took until 1997 for it to move above where it was in 1999. I did not trade this stock until then. And actually, in, in 2017, this was my best stock, was Microsoft. But I waited 17 years for this to happen. Amazing. Can you believe that? That's kind of why this is one of the things that you want to be very, very careful about. You, If a stock moves below, you want to buy a stock as it moves as it, 15% of its all-time high. Interestingly enough, the old adage, buy low, sell high, in stocks is is a very very bad adage because you can buy you can you can buy low and sell lower or even go even have the stock go away. So my my uh, my advice with Cisco, it's probably not something you want to buy. I mean, it's just probably not something you want to buy. All right, let's look at uh, is Dollar Store a buy? Well, probably not. I've been I'm actually have a short on Dollar General. Um, DLTR. Now, I was long Dollar Tree while the market was in an upward trend, but when the market moved against us, when it moved lower, that's sort of where I started to to look at you know doing something else. Now, one of the things, let's take a look at the Dollar Tree, just to kind of illustrate my point uh, about stocks and why they should be bought within 15% of their all-time high. This is let's see if we can go over here to the monthly chart for Dollar Tree. There we go. Okay, so this is well, it's not it's not it's still trying to it's, it's still trying to <laughs> there we go. This is the monthly chart for Dollar Tree. Notice notice how it's in an upward trend. All right, that's very good. So currently it's in an upward trend. That's a very very good thing. All right, so this is definitely viable. Why? I mean, this is this is if, if this is potentially viable. Why? Because it's within. 15% of its all-time high. So we know that. So that indeed is a very good thing. So let's go back here to the daily chart to see if we can buy Dollar Tree. Well, unfortunately, I don't think we can. And here's why I don't think we can, at least for right now. 
we were doing very good. It made its all-time high at 177.19 back here at the the second the first week of April. Then it came down here, and then we had the situation. You can see I was buying it as we moved up. Now I sold it at 178.39, and the question is, how did I know to sell it there? Well, the way I did it was I just kept pushing up my stop loss, and when it pulled back, I was out. Now look, it it, it was at its all-time high. And now it takes a swan dive. And now it's at trading at the 200-day the moving average. Now, fortunately, the 200-day average is still moving up. So we still there's still some potential there. But I wouldn't probably buy this. Why? Because I believe this is going lower. And I suspect it's going to go, uh, it's probably going to go probably to about 123. That's where support is right now for the stock. So I could not recommend buying this one right now, uh, basically because it has come through this very, very uh, bad situation. Question is, is Datadog shortable? Well, it might be. Um, the only thing with shorting stocks like this is when they become too obvious, that can be potentially a bad short. But let's take a look at Datadog. Yeah, there we go. Datadog. Is it shortable? Well, okay, let's see if we, let's see if the setup, how, how good that or bad that setup is. Let's take a look. All right. So with Datadog, um, you know, with, with, with Datadog, we have that downward trend. The 200-day the moving average is starting to move lower. That's a good sign. That means that uh, institutional money is starting to move out of this issue. If you'll notice, uh, it has been trending below the 21-day line. This is the green line here. So would it, this is shortable, but you don't want to short it now. You want to wait for it to rally above. You want to wait for it to rally to the little pink line. That's the 10-day line, and that's where you want to short it. I would not recommend, you know, I recommend doing a put spread or something like that. That's a limited risk uh, short because you can get really killed on these shorts if they go against you. Now we're 10% below that 10-day line. So basically, what I want to happen in order to short this thing, and I do think it is potentially shortable, would be for it to rally to that 10-day line, about 95. If it could rally up to that 10-day line, that's the little pink line here, that's be where you want to short it. It also has a relative strength of 19. That's very, very weak. Um, so yes, it is shortable, but I wouldn't short it now. I want to wait to, 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 till it rallies to 95. Then I would short it because right now it is, it is, you know, it is still in that downward trend. You don't want to, you don't want to short something when it's going lower. Now, it did move up a little bit after hours. If this moves up to about 95, that would be a good short for Datadog. So uh, not not uh, very interesting. All right, Goog. <laughs> let's see if this is, uh, let's let's see if we've got anything there. G-O-G. Okay, I think you mean Golden Ocean. Or maybe G-O-G. Let's see. Let's see if I've got anything there. I don't think there, I think it's G-O-G. Uh, I think there's Goggle. No, I'm sorry. This is okay. No, this is a uh, Google. Uh, what do I think about this? Well, I probably wouldn't do anything here because it is not looking good. I mean, we're in a downward trend. You don't want to. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to buy anything on a downward trend. We did have a little bit of a dead cat bounce here, but I think that Google is probably going lower. I think it's probably going to move it to down. What well, I think it potentially is going to get some support right about here at two thousand. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shorting this because 
this could this could turn around on you right now if you look at this this 200 day moving average is starting to tip over and that means that the institutions are starting to sell it believe it or not that's what this is telling us the institutions believe it or not are starting to sell uh, Google now let's take a look at how many institutions are in it to see that's kind of what we want to we want to that's the canary in the coal mine we want to make sure that when we're buying something we don't want to see you know we don't want to be the sucker that buys it as the uh, the fund is selling it so let's kind of see if we can look at the ownership on it all right Okay, well, no, the ownership is still going up. So we're, we're still getting numbers of funds that are coming into it. So that is uh, actually very positive. Uh, you know, that that's very positive. But it isn't an hour turn. I just wouldn't be, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be a seller at that point. All right, let's take a, can't do bear strategies uh, or any other. Okay, Roger, I understand. I totally understand that. Here's what you might want to do instead of that that there are ETFs that allow you to do that. And one of them is called the SQQQ. And what this does is the shorts, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Roger. Um, this one is a interesting one. I uh, bought a full position in this one. I, ha I, 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 I sold it, but this one is gonna move a lot higher. It was up 6% today. What this does is that this is an ETF that that, that shorts the, the, the NASDAQ. So this one potentially uh, might be might be something that you could look at. It's a little bit above the pivot, but this will short this will short uh, the uh, this will short the Qs. Now there's also one called the UPRO, UPRO, and that one shorts the uh, S and P 500. Did I get that right? Uh, triple. I'm sorry, that's not that's wrong. It's not the UPRO. Huh. I can't remember all these. I wish I knew all these. I, I should get a list of these and put them up here for everyone. But there are the 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 SQQQ will allow you to short the market. If you can't do it, just go to cash. Uh, just go to cash. That's probably your best bet. All right. Oh, this is interesting. Thank you very much for this. Um, SDS Ultra Short. Let's take a look at the Ultra Short. That's a good one. Thank you for bringing that up. SDS. Let's see if that works. Because in a, in a in an IRA you can't short, so that's a that's a that's a that's a problem. Well, this is the S and P. Thank you very much, SDS. Thank you very much for this. Um, really appreciate it. Um, this is the This is basically the inverse of the S and P. So this one might be one that you might want to consider because if you can't short, uh, this will this this ETF will short for you. Kind of strange, but it, but it's a, but it's it's a, it's definitely worth looking into. So, if you want to go short the S and P, which is not a bad idea right now, because I do think we're going lower on it. This one might work. It's also in the buy zone. The pivot on it being basically uh, at forty five eighty eight. We're at forty seven uh, twenty four. So we're definitely in the buy zone for this one. This one might work as long as we stay in this downward trend. And you know we've had seven weeks of a down market. So very very likely that we may go lower so um so so that's a very good thank you for bringing this up uh this does this is the, the SES. it shorts the s p 500 well thank you very much everybody thank you for that so that, for that question um probably gonna wrap up here pretty quick gonna see if i can if there's any questions that we can get from over in um 
Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, if everyone could share this, that would be super great. Um, I'm trying to show this on TikTok. I know it's not the greatest thing. Um, I, I, know, I know it's not the greatest thing, but if you jump on over to YouTube, you can get this feed on it. Oh, let's look at BBY. That's the last one here and see what we can do there. So let's kind of go over to BBY. This is, uh, this is um, now on this one, I did short at Best Buy. I did do it. I did do a short on, on Best Buy and we will see if I made a mistake or not. Um, uh, we, we will see. We, we did go through earnings and uh, we did move up from earnings. There was, there was some buying action in there. So uh, I may have been too early. I may have to close this one, uh, but I do think that we're still in a downward trend. I think it might rally as high as the 10-day moving average. It may rally all the way up to 80, but I definitely think it's on its way down. I do have a bear put spread on this one uh, at 70.65. So this one, to make money, has to go below 70 to make, to make money. So we're going to see. This will trade up, but still... As long as we stay within this trend, oops, it is, as long as we stay within this downward trend, then I'll probably continue to hold it because I have a little bit of time left on this one. I have about a month left. All right. Well, everyone, thank you very much. Thank you for, for taking a look at the show. By the way, if you could really do me a favor, I so appreciate it. If you could uh, kind of like the show because that helps us get out there. Also, if you could subscribe to the YouTube channel and the uh um the TikTok that would be great too uh so if you if you are you know so please like us <laughs> that's a little like but we want a big like so please like the show and that helps us get out there so much appreciate it and then also if you're not a member of the action trade alerts um super easy to get on that one you, all you have to do is go over to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh yeah, just get on there, and uh, it's free. Uh, also, let's take a look at the last comment. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, let's see if I get on there. Yeah, so, everybody, thank you very much. Like the show, and I will be back here tomorrow, hopefully about 5 o'clock, if everything goes right. And uh, happy trading, and uh, stay safe out there.